0: Hey, it's uh, Dr. Bill with Just the Tip of Urology School. Welcome back. We're going to tackle interstitial cystitis. Again, uh, my appreciation to the uh, AUA and the core curriculum, which nicely outlines a somewhat uh, confusing and perplexing uh, topic, interstitial cystitis. Uh, We find that a lot of people who present themselves uh, to urology with a diagnosis of interstitial cystitis actually don't have it. Look at uh, the table uh, outlined in this chapter, and there's a pretty significant uh, differential diagnosis. In general, we want to identify people who've had um, bladder discomfort or discomfort perceived to be in the lower abdomen uh, is associated with a variety of different uh, uh, kinds of lower urinary tract complaints for greater than uh, six weeks. That is not associated uh, with a urinary tract infection or other types of pathology that can cause significant um, frequency uh, and irritative complaints Uh, being uh, categorized as LUTs or lower urinary tract symptoms. So a lot of people will come to our uh, clinic with this diagnosis, but really have not had a full urologic evaluation. And most have not had a cystoscopic evaluation. So often cystoscopy and the possibility of a bladder biopsy is required uh, to rule out the other uh, diagnoses listed uh, on the uh, listed in the chapter, and the most significant uh, diagnosis that could be missed is a type of bladder cancer, carcinoma in situ. Uh, remember that both men and women uh, can suffer from this uh, uh, pathology, uh, and uh, that though though men uh, are at about one percent of the number of people diagnosed, where females are uh, the vast uh, preponderance of uh, uh, people who are diagnosed with uh, that uh, with that malady, it really requires patient buy-in because there are a lot of behavioral psychosocial changes that need to be uh, addressed. And something as simple as uh, diet, which uh, can be uh, burdensome uh, for some of these patients. Uh, A lot of them come in with uh, depression and anxiety and anger because they haven't been believed uh, before by their um, other practitioners. Uh, They feel uh, frustrated and they feel a, a total loss of control. Why is this happening to me? Uh, I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm too happy, I'm too whatever, to be uh, suffering uh, with this. And so we try to give them back their control by letting them know that once we've identified or ruled out dangerous pathology, then we look at ways of controlling their complaints. And the big issue is diet. Well, I love my wine, or I love my tomatoes, or I love my... Particular sauce or foods or coffee or alcohol, whatever it's going to be, um, it's okay to have it. It's not dangerous to have discomfort or pain or that very vague, weird sensation of something not being right. It's in your control. If you don't want it, if you don't want to experience those abnormalities, then limit or eliminate uh, the offending factors. And you'll see that in the chapter, there are some rescue treatments that can be employed uh, to soften the blow of uh, dietary indiscretions. I like um, uh, alkalization of the urine, a little bit of uh, uh, baking soda and water, uh, which is really a home remedy. People use that for uh, heartburn or GI reflux, it does the same thing in the bladder. It alkalizes the um, uh, the urine in the um, uh, bladder, bathing uh, the bladder and softens that discomfort that often uh, occurs with dietary indiscretions. Remember, interstitial cystitis is is essentially a breakdown of protective layers in the lining of the bladder and so when there are certain things uh potassium rich foods uh, acidic foods uh that are utilized it uh, it passes through that protective bear, uh, barrier and causes some discomfort also understand uh that there's a a, a long uh uh history of the use of Elmeron, which is a way of recoating uh, the bladder. That's recently over the last several years been associated with some macular pathology. So it's always good to have a, a, a good relationship uh, with ophthalmology, um, having uh, uh, your patients uh, go to someone who understands the potential side effects of these medications to rule out Significant um, macular uh, problems. This is uh, one of those uh, complaints that uh, a lot of patients like to put their two cents in, and so there are uh, a lot of blogs, uh, patient uh, resources that are out there. Um, some some of them are are listed in the. Uh, Uh, AUA. And also some of the patients who come to you have have had a long history of running to different uh, doctors, different urologists, looking for that uh, particular uh, clinic that has a sensitivity to the uh, complaints that people with IC have. Uh, Read the uh, core curriculum on this, but remember that there's a lot to be learned from by patients who've had a long history. What has worked from them? What do they like? What do they don't like? Uh, we also have uh, a number of people in our clinic that uh, have uh, an interest in IC and have had good, strong, long-standing results uh, with their patients, confer to them, confer with them, uh, and uh, make this uh, a lesson of the Various etiologies to one particular problem, utilizing uh, medication, behavior modification, uh, psychosocial uh, support, and uh, using physical therapists uh, and uh, uh, therapists as well. Um, The other issue is that a lot of people, and and this should really be remembered, that a lot of people use Kegel exercises as a panacea for all, quote, bladder, unquote, problems. I don't know if that's the best way to go. In fact, there's some data that indicates that Kegel exercises uh, can worsen the situation. Don't think of strengthening or increasing muscle tone, but utilizing some basic floor yoga exercises to relax the pelvic musculature. A little bit of a lot of things usually help. So keep an open mind when you're tackling IC. Dr. Bill, with just the tip of urology school.